And good morning. Welcome to The Old School, a podcast about, well, about more than just education. It could be a smattering of other things, ranging from music, art, culture, food, um, probably not politics. We probably don't want to. There's enough people yelling about politics. We are not going to do that, but uh, we will be touching on a lot of other things, including education, as I welcome my very esteemed colleague here, Dr. Bourgeois. Good morning, Dr. Bourgeois. Good morning, Mr. Miller. Um, it's good good to hear from you today. You seem energetic. I don't know why that is, but... Um, I a, certainly don't know why. <laughs> I'm skipping your step you know, as far as the tones I'm hearing. Um, you mentioned to not get into politics. Um, I might add... We don't really need to do that, do we? Politics and religion, you know. Talk about anything else, and uh, everything is good. That's I'll, what talk we about, I'll talk about religion. It's just politics have become increasingly problematic. Yeah, it's 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 no longer fun. It used to be fun. People don't know how to do it right. They don't. They don't. Uh, they're too out of control. So we'll avoid that. But we'll talk about some other fun stuff and um, um, take it from there. So. Um, as you know, this is my last week as a school teacher. <laughs> I have four days remaining. I am at present. I am uh, getting things together for our trip. Uh, I leave out of here on Friday. Am I even going to see this school year out properly? I'm leaving early. You're just leaving um, in the middle of a class period. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to see I'm going to see all my classes through. Every kid will have the opportunity to take a final exam if they wish, although they all should. That's something we could talk about. This oh, silly kind of notion of letting kids be <laughs> exempt from final exams, but uh yeah, everybody in the world loves it except for the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think uh I, I think there are others that uh that share the same attitudes as we do. It's stupid. It's just it's that none of them are none of them are in charge. Apparently, <laughs> I, I guess. But I'm, I mean, they're supposedly using it as a motivator for students, um, but it it puts pressure on teachers for grade inflation. That it it might make students more likely to attend because that's part of the formula. You can't miss too many days. Um, but I don't. I think I think it compromises about the last month of school. Well, it does compromise that. It also kind of undermines the notion of education when it's something you can get out of, you know, and that this that should be something you should want to do, you know. And that, so I think there's a lot of kind of uh, hidden messaging uh, going on with regards to exemption policies and final exams that does not serve education very well. But um so that's what I that's what I'm going to finish, and then on Thursday, I put in my grades, I turn in my keys, I turn over my computer, uh, my badge, my gun, and then <laughs> <laughs> and and then I'm out of there. So picture some lieutenant of the desk, Miller, <laughs> and, gun and it in. So. <laughs> But here's the thing that here's the thing that irks me. It doesn't well, it irks me a little bit. So you do you remember why I'm leaving on Friday? Um, because you're a slacker and you can't wait to get away from it all. 
Well, let's not cast it in such disparaging <laughs> terms. That's, and plus, that's not why. So. No, you're traveling. You, you always book your trips so that you miss a few days of, of your your job. That, that's that's how you roll. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> so why 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 did you not schedule it for whatever you're taking a trip? Why didn't you leave on Saturday, for example? Well, I was going to leave on Saturday, but I thought I'd be clever because <laughs> Fridays, that teacher day before they close down the school for the summer, yeah, it's usually a time where during lunch they have some local establishment cater the finest meats and cheeses in the land <laughs> and then they have these ceremonies where they invite everybody who's you know who's going to get their 10-year pin or their 15 or 20-year pin and then they invite all the people who are retiring and they fed them and and in the way that they think befitting of someone who's now retiring and it's a very nice thing that they do. It's very nice that they want to do it. I do not want to disparage the notion in and of itself. But to me, I cannot think of anything I would least want to do than that. So this is a, a confession of sorts. Um, I, I mean, I, I thought it just happened that your flight was a, a day early, but you did it uh, explicitly to miss the ceremony. Yes. It also <laughs> helps. What a terrible person. I mean, people want to celebrate with you. No. Oh, listen. That it just so happens that the flights were cheaper on Friday as opposed to Saturday. That doesn't and make so you there look is, any better. What's that? You you you're cheap and you're a misanthrope. No, no, no. Well, I maybe I am, but yeah. <laughs> Well, you're right. You're always right. Yeah, Bless thank it. you. Um but no, I mean, I, I don't mind the notion that they want to do this. I just don't think most of the staff, one, knows me, two, cares. And so, I mean, I've had some friends put things together, and that to me was much more meaningful. Uh, but I just find it silly to get up in front of a bunch of people who are just looking at their clock, waiting till they can check out and leave for the summer. They don't care. And so I was happy. I was going to miss it. No one seemed to be terribly upset. And I was fine with me. Good. And then we got the schedule and they decided for reasons passing all understanding. And I can only imagine they probably listened to the podcast and your, your <laughs> silly attempt to say, hey, anybody who works at Keller High School, see if you can't do something about this. I never and they've that. moved it to Thursday. Oh, wow. Oh, this is great. There's like cheering going on behind me <laughs> in the peanut gallery. So you can't escape it, you're saying? Bloody hell. No, I mean, because you'd be a bona fide schmuck. I mean, because I have no excuse. Well, I, I could use the excuse that I am wrapping things up to close yeah. things out a day early than everybody else. Oh, wow. Um, so we probably have to have another podcast before you leave town. This is This is pretty funny. You could fake an injury. <laughs> come in limping or something i can't make it uh, i think i got stomach issues so anyway so i'm gonna have to endure that very well-intentioned well-meaning uh gesture and then then off i go and now going to italy and i am a bit torn because as you recall when we did our road trip to uh, to Europe, <laughs> um, we decided to take a dip into Italy. Yeah. 
and for the auspices of one getting Italy on your list and then also to getting you some good Italian food. Right. Only one of those things happened. The list, uh, yeah. not the food, um, but it was a beautiful, it was a memory of walking into a church there. In fact, I recorded the experience. Um, I, I have a feel for Italy now, having been there for two hours. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's like the, the old country, and um, I'm, I'm glad we went. I'll never forget it. <laughs> you being facetious? Uh, never facetious. I think you are. Um, it, it wasn't terrible. The terrible part was the the drive. I mean, it was the most frightening experience I've had um, since the day before when you were driving. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fact that you are present and that you are alive and doing this podcast with me now suggests yeah. that at the very least your fear was misplaced. Well, I think we got lucky. No, we didn't get lucky. It was um, outstanding driving on my part, I think, is what won the day it wasn't like a le mans or something you know we're not racing um <laughs> i mean there, there were there were no competitors trying to draft on you as you went around the corner i could handle that though if it was i know no you're trained i know that um, <laughs> so you're so you're you're retracing our steps and going back to italy you you said you would return and you're about to return well, I'm not necessarily retracing those steps, but I am going back to Italy. Of course, I lived there. I was stationed there for a short time in 88 uh, in Sicily, which is, if anyone knows the difference between Sicily and Italy, you'll know that uh, the two are not the same. But um, but no, this will be the first time I will have done Italy proper. Uh, when I was stationed in Sicily, I only saw Naples, but now we're going to see Rome and Tuscany and and the like. So the question is, as we, as I set upon getting this uh, vacation going next Friday, we got food to talk about. Food in, um, what were those three places? You said Rome? Rome and Tuscany, and I'm also going to be for a few days in the French Alps. Because okay. why not? Yeah. Wow. So, so you're traveling with, with your family? And, traveling uh, with the, the wife, the kid. The in-laws, sister-in-law, her husband, oh, wow. will be okay. joining us about halfway through. So, so are you, are you leading the group? Or are they going to like follow in a straight line behind you? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think I would have that kind of a setup? Because we, we're used to traveling with groups of twenty students, and we get in the airport and we follow the leader. Uh, I am the one who basically planned the trip. Right, but you'll be so, leading that line too, I imagine. Otherwise, yeah. people could get lost. They could, but thankfully, they're all adults, and if they well, except for my kid, and so if they get lost, that's on them. They can figure their way back. But the question is, okay, so you had—I don't, don't want to say you had because I don't think it was a great representation of it—but mm -hmm. you had Yonkies when you were there. Yeah, what the what the hell are Yonkies? Whatever it was, I didn't. I, I didn't have any understanding of it. it. It seemed like a kind of like a pasta, but really thick and chewy and a, a sauce on it that was not uh, tomato based. It had some other uh, flavors, but no, no, not a tomato to be seen. So first of all, Yonki is a potato dumpling, a potato dumpling. Yeah. That's why it has a little extra starch in it. That's why it's a little denser, a little bit more chewy. Now, I was surprised that it didn't have a tomato sauce. 
Now, it could be that I'm used to Italian-American cuisine because I grew up not far from a little Italy district in Baltimore. And you would never have served Yonkies without tomato sauce. That's what I was thinking. I was promised that, actually. But I don't think the waiter liked us. I don't think the waiter understood us (laughs) because I tried the few Italian words that I knew. And I think I mostly spoke Spanish and that didn't help. (laughs) You insulted him and his daughter. (laughs) I never met your daughter (laughs) just that once, but, um, but no. So, um, Yonkies, certainly I'd like to have a better experience with that, but, um, you've had risotto. Did you have risotto when we were in Switzerland? Um, that's all a blur. There's a lot of drinking going on um, there. Risotto. It seems, it seems like it's on the list. Isn't that like a rice dish? Kind of like Yonkies. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, well, it's, it's kind of a grain, I think. And it's a little bit smaller. It's cooked slowly. It's cooked in broth. Usually you add a lot of cream, a lot of cheese to it, you know? Okay. So, and there's different varieties. It depends upon which part of Italy you're in, but, um, and the second is pizza. Surely you have no problem with pizza. You're going to eat pizza in Italy? I have no problem with that. Okay. Um, we've done fa- our fair share of pizza in Europe. Yeah, so, it's one of the best food we've ever had. I believe so. Yeah. Um, now, beyond that, do you think they have lasagna in Italy? I don't know which which things are just kind of American knockoffs. Um, you're not going to get Chicago deep dish pizza there, that's for sure. I'm confident. Yet, yet a, another reason why you should, no one should be eating that. But uh, lasagna, as I remember, comes from Bologna. Bologna, so, yeah, because that, that's are you the, going to Bologna? Well, no, but you're going to Napoli. I will be in the region. I'm not going to Napoli. I want. To, I'm taking a train through Napoli. Bologna is to the north. And we're going to be in the general vicinity. So I'm thinking that might be a good place to do it if they have it the way I think of it when you think of, you know, lasagna here. It'll so, probably have a white sauce and yonkies in it. Um, well, they do have, well, it's not a white, it's a, they do have a bechamel sauce. That's that, what it's called? Well, that's the kind of the white creamy sauce. Oh. But there's also the ragu, bouillonnaise, that kind of the, the, the tomato, the meaty kind of little, tiny bits of meat inside of it okay so that could be something we could do okay so you uh, haven't research researched restaurants even though you're the tour guide and they're paying oh you no i've researched i've researched re- restaurants it's just a question of you know when you get there it's not yeah. like they it's not like you go in there and they say well the only thing we have is yonky i mean there's many other things that you can get so Okay. Well, so, but you, you, you do know which ho- you've, you've reserved your hotels or. Oh know, yeah. We got all that stuff done. Are you, are you driving? I'm driving not in Rome. So I'm driving in the French Alps down to Tuscany and around and through Tuscany. But then before we go to Rome, we're take, we're, we're, we're returning the car and taking the train into the city. Wow. And then we're just um, operating as the Romans do. So, <laughs> The Romans? Yes. <laughs> Is that what they're called? <laughs> yes. What else oh, would they be called? Are they still called the Romans if you live in Rome? What else would they be called? Well, does like Marcus Aurelius live there? <laughs> 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 
there's no there is no way you're this dense. <laughs> it's it's not possible. You're well, too smart. Come on. I, well, I, I'm not a world traveler like you here, Miller. I've never yeah. been. I, I put one foot in Italy, and you, you, you apparently spent a lot of time. You know people there. It, well, I knew I know a couple of people there, but um, um, what it amounts to, I'm not quite sure. So, now have you ever heard of Bagna Cada? Excuse me, Bagna Cada. Uh, is this a food or a place? It's a food. <laughs> Basically, no. you take you take. Um, no, you don't know what it is. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting your answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, it's a kind of um, um, it's a kind of a, a hot dish, and it's made with garlic and anchovies, and you dip bread in it, and it's a kind of a bubbling cauldron. It's kind of you eat it a little bit like a fondue, except it's not. It's not cheesy, but it's like this kind of very umami kind of uh, dish. And you dip bread, you dip vegetables in it. Sounds delightful. Um, and it has um, bony fish in it, too. Um, and I love those. Uh, I think I would really like it, actually. You're an anchovies guy. I am, yeah. See, most people will say they're not, but they'll eat anchovies as part of like a Caesar salad because that's that's got the anchovy-based sauce in it. No, or really? dressing on it. No, I like the little guys on pizza. That's my thing. No, no, that's not. That's not. You can't do that. So I learned to do that. You know, when I was ten years old, and it's still the greatest pizza experience. The greatest. That's what I have. I mean, I'm when I, I cook pizza all the time, and the last one by tradition is anchovies. Huh. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that one, but. Um, but you're ordering that strange thing that what was the name again? I forgot already. It's called Bagna Cada. I may be saying it wrong. I don't think I am though. Is this something you had during your military stint? Oh. I didn't have it in Sicily because it's more uh that's it's not I don't think it's mostly associated with southern Italy, although I could be wrong, but so what are you getting at with with, with Sicily? It sounds like you're kind of doing a wink wink there. No, no, that's where that's where I was stationed. Okay. But that's different than Italy, you're saying. It is very different than Italy. In, in what way? Well, I think, first of all, the language is different. Uh, there's a dialect that's spoken in Sicily that has a lot of Arab influence, uh, has a lot of um, North African influence. And so the language is different. I think because of the influence, the food is different. Um, I think mainly because Sicily has always, not always, but it has for a long time existed separately. And I think that's one of the reasons why they have an issue sometimes with being referred to as Italians, but they can speak Italian, of course, and, you know, and they, they do just fine. They are, they're all, they're found. Sicilians are found all throughout the country of Italy. It's just a little bit different. They roll a little bit different. Sounds like it. And they don't hang out with the Romans. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they have no problem inherently with Romans. So, but. Okay. Well, I'm looking at a little map now, so it's, pretty much a, an island or not an island a peninsula well no it is an island <laughs> oh it is an island yes that was a peninsula I, I don't well, that's italy <laughs> okay. okay kids it's time to break out our geographical dictionary to find out the difference now. well you're in for a heck of a time so this is an italian trip period then you're just going to get get on an airplane and fly back home i'm flying to germany the rest of the family are flying home, but I'm flying to Germany. Why? To Why do would you the, do that? 
Why don't you go back <laughs> to Germany of all places? Well, they're they're much better now. First of all, and second of all, um, we have the last uh, student exchange that I'll be a part of uh, that I'm going to be helping out with. Okay, I, I kind of remember that. I have a vague recollection. Um, so they're going to have a, a party for you too, probably. I hope not. Why well, I may mean, I? It's fine. <laughs> well, do. Maybe you it's can fine. plan to leave early. <laughs> 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 Just go somewhere else, you know, go to Hamburg for a few days. Where's yeah. Ross? Oh, he left early. He's, he went to Hamburg. He does that. So, yeah, it's just what he does, you know. Um, but um, I don't know. So so you're but, not actually doing work in Germany. You're just the pro from Dover going to walk around with a, a cup of coffee. Yeah, I'm just like the uh, the uh, the uh, kind of the uh, elder statesman of the group come in, tip my hat, you know, wave the crowd. And then go, go to a bakery, for example. A bakery, okay. So, so how long will you be in Germany? I, I should know this. We talk a lot. <laughs> I forgot. I'm going to be in Germany. Well, I'm going to be in Italy. I think for 15, 16 days, and then I'll be in Germany for another 16 or so days. 15, 16 days. Okay. So that's a that's a proper trip, vacation, and and you may never come back. Is that is that the rumor <laughs> that you're just going to stay over there and go to Greece? Well, it does beg the question. Because we have talked about on several occasions, and, and there's no reason to talk about it again specifically to it, but we've talked about my retirement. Yeah. And so the question becomes what to do next. And so um, if you had to guess, if you, could, if you could not work, what would you do? If I could not work? Right. Well, I would still work. I mean, I, I would probably find a... You know, a bar and a resort in Mexico and play piano uh, at the bar and hang out during the day. Yeah, so you'd be a, a, a gadfly hanging out at some local cantina in Mexico. Yeah, all day. And I'd be probably writing my memoirs or a book, a novel or philosophy or something. I'd, I'd be writing and composing and doing a little bit of playing at night. Or maybe just like a collection of observations of your time in Mexico. Kind of like people, the kind of like the Heming kind of like the Hemingway book, a, a movable feast. You know, where he talks about he writes about his time in Paris in the twenties. Yeah, we're we're a lot alike. <laughs> you and Hemingway are a lot alike, are you? <laughs> no, I do have a beard. Uh, <laughs> it starts and ends there, I think. So. I'm, I'm thinking about you, Herr Miller. I mean, I'm occupied with this business until I can't do it anymore, or I may be a professor, you know, full time. But in your case, you you could just travel and um, do these little podcasts from the roads and talk about what you're eating and uh, what your adventures were that day. We are going to schedule some stuff uh, while I'm gone uh, that uh, that you are going to mix mash and create episodes out of you know maybe the next episode maybe the next two episodes will be some sort of combination of things reports from the old country and whatever else we might decide to talk about okay and then i just get to <clears throat> monologue as much as i want in, in between those um, or we could actually we can actually schedule time to talk one-on-one -on -one. I was looking forward to the monologue. That would be really fun. <laughs> I have a lot to get off my chest. Um, 
kind of like you know doing a baseball game single-handedly um that would be a great i think people would be interested in me doing play-by-play of a, a baseball game live. they'd be interested in you doing it um i think it would be funny um I, I may just have to do that and then we'll bring you on from Milan or wherever the hell you're at. you're you're visiting um, i'm just i'm picturing in my mind <laughs> what you doing play-by-play for baseball would i know the like. sport i played it all the way through sixth grade come on okay now. there's a guy he's on an elevated mound of dirt i know seems baseball. to have a ball uh, but I can't uh, see the ball. It's moving too fast. They should have one of those like blurry neon green lines after yeah. it. No, no, they have the little little frame there. So you can tell if it's a strike. <laughs> um, no, I know how to keep score, and I, I don't know how to score a book like you. But that's what we'll do. I'll I'll, I'll commentate a baseball game, and then we'll have you traveling. I think it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Um, Maybe but, we'll do a podcast from the baseball game. Well, that would be fun. Uh, or we could start betting on baseball. Can you bet on baseball? <laughs> Are you asking me from a legal standpoint or a ability standpoint? Well, I don't think you. Well, it, it's such a crapshoot because during the regular season there are about four hundred games. Um, so I don't think anybody bets on anything but maybe the playoffs. Okay. Well, I don't bet on anything. You, by principle or just because you're no good at it? A little bit of both. Okay. You know, because I used to shoot pool a lot. Yeah. And every time money entered the mix, because every, everyone wants to come up to your table yeah. while you're shooting pool and ask, hey, you want to play? You got some money? You know, <laughs> and I usually tell them to, you know, bug off. And I'm not interested. Yeah. If I wanted to play pool with you, I would have come up to you. But so okay. I'm sure they appreciate the, the polite response. <laughs> the problem is, is that is it? I have no luck when it comes to money. That's why I don't worry about it. You have you know, no people, luck. people ask me, "What are you going to do in your retirement? You know, how are you going to make money?" I say, "Well, I'll make enough here and there, but I'm not going to worry about it." Because <laughs> you start worrying about it, then everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, the money will throw you off your game. It will. And it's just a bad way to live. It creates worry. It creates stress. Well, I, I would agree with that. But you, there are times when you when the, the money comes in handy. Um, well, sure. I got money coming in. I got my pension. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have an array of jobs that I'm gonna be doing. I think it'd be fun. Um, and one of them will be to write a travel log or do well, as you know, maybe you don't know. I already have my first writing project planned. Um, you texted something. Is that it? Because it sounded intense. I don't know. I don't remember if I texted you about it, but it's you called the working title. Yeah, is Seven Tales of Woe. So it's about suffering. Yes. Uh, are these tales that are from your life? Uh, no, not really. Not necessarily. I mean, some will have remnants of things that I've personally experienced, but you know, not everything you write has to come from personal experience. You can certainly use your abilities to kind of be sympathetic towards a particular situation, a little creativity and Bob's yeah, your uncle. So people are going to be clamoring, you know, to pre-order that book just from the title <laughs> alone. <laughs> so I think the title, I think book. the working title sounds good. Um, there's usually something after that lets people off the hook. Uh, reflections of a 
unemployed teacher or something, you know, <laughs> gives a little bit more. Well, I will tell you this. There, so there's going to be various episodes. It's a, like I said, it's a collection of seven short stories dealing with various, various types of suffering. And so the, but there will be comedic elements throughout because I, as has been said of me in the past, I do have a good sense of humor. I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, I mean, just the fact that you chose that, that title, how can you make suffering funny? And it's not about making it funny. It just means it's not going to be seven stories that are horribly heavy. You're going to make, there will be lighter people. tones sprinkled throughout. You're going to make fun of these poor people. That's not, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> it sounds like, I don't know what the book is. Suddenly give me an example of one of these tales of woe or something that could be in that book. Okay. So one story is going to be a young boy whose favorite baseball team loses the big game, loses their, their team. Is that what you said? No, they lose the team. The team loses the big game. Okay. I thought, and I the thought kids you were going to recount the, the Baltimore Colts story. <laughs> 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 There's one example. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad idea. Good job, <laughs> Steve. Tale, well, I've heard about 50,000 times. <laughs> You've not heard it 50,000 times. <laughs> but okay, anyway, so, so the kids' t- team loses the game. And because this is where kids first, I mean, unless they have, unless they unfortunately experience death in the family, yeah. usually sports is the conduit through which most kids have their first experience with suffering. It's usually when you're actually playing and you strike out. That's even more. Well, no, that's just embarrassing, but you know, because you don't usually have the same kind of investment in your own team as you do with the team of heroes that you follow and you go to the game on a periodic basis. And so, I mean, there's that there's, so there's going to be aspects of that. And of course there's plenty of, there's plenty of time for humor, you know, not just in that story, but in other stories, but other stories will be heavier. Some stories will work out well. Some stories won't work out well, but you know, it's like love, you know, suffering takes many forms (laughs) (laughs) and every once in a while they crisscross. Oh my gosh. Uh, Are you going to be publishing this book on a hard education by chance? Um, I certainly wouldn't have a problem with it. I was hoping for a wider <laughs> circulation than what our current book on a heart education is, has, but you're, 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 you're now complaining to the publisher. <laughs> it was a glitch. Hatch just blew. Uh, <laughs> no. So anyway, no. So, I mean, but I mean, if I can get that out and if I can get it published and you know, I can get people to buy it, I mean, certainly that would be a, that would be a bonus. I have also thought about doing some driving as part of my retirement gig. It's like a, a merry-go-round or a Ferris wheel. You're going to take people around and scare the hell out of them. Is that what you plan? Where do you get up? Where do you come <laughs> up with these ideas? I think it would be, some people would pay uh, to, to for the adrenaline rush. Well, not you apparently. So, <laughs> no. okay. So you're, seriously, you're going to um, drive, you know, which you love to do. I mean, that one, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, so, I mean, there's, like, rental car companies, car dealerships. They have to get cars that are in far-flung locations because someone rented it and left it in Sheboygan or what have you. <laughs> so then I, I fly up, I get the car, I drive it back. Perfect. And and you nobody, nobody can bug you during that time. No, you just have the windows down, have the jazz playing, yeah. sit there and think about life, you know? 
That's perfect. No papers to grade. You eat some nice food along the way. Maybe catch um, an occasional baseball game if I'm passing through a town that I've not been through before. Okay. And we do a remote podcast. Um, you know how to use your phone to record, like Zoom, right? We could, you, we could do My our phone podcast. records? Yeah, it does. Oh, um, you, you, can, you can get an app for Zoom and basically do what we're doing right now. In fact, this what we have is Alitu. I'm sure it has a remote app as well. I'm trying to limit my apps. <laughs> People have hundreds and hundreds of apps and, and it doesn't, you don't use them all at once, but if you need one, say you want to do a podcast while you're driving through Sheboygan. I think I um, have 10 apps. You have 10. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh my God. Well, how many apps do you have? I don't know. I could count them right now. What other, I mean, the, yeah, that'd have, be fun for the listener. <laughs> or Steve counts his numbers. I just have five pages of them. But five pages. That's but people like double down on their apps, so there's like these stacked files. My mind's, believe me, talk to anybody. Um, my mind is pretty um, modest. You have five pages of apps. Yeah, that doesn't seem excessive to you. No. Okay. Um, no, they they all have different purposes, but um, I mean, a lot of them are are news type things. You can listen, watch the news. I have a German radio on here. Okay, I have that. Yeah, Realtor dot com is really fun to look at homes uh, all around the country and see see what how expensive they are. I have one for white noise because I suffer from tinnitus, and uh, that's a good thing to play in the background. Is it tinnitus or tinnitus? It's t- tinnitus. What? Oh, I, heard um, some, I heard someone call it tinnitus once. That's no, like, that can't they're, be they're, right. They're, they're pulling your leg. Uh, <laughs> I have Shakespeare on here. I have, I have all these German books. Um, yeah. I even have an American Airlines app. So, I think I got, I think I have the Lufthansa app and the American Airlines app. There you go. So get one more uh, and we can do our podcast from your car. Oy that, would, that would be exciting. No, no, no. I'll, I'll teach you. Okay. How to use it. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, no more than nine apps. <laughs> I just want to keep it to a management. I have one page of apps and that's all I need. <laughs> that's so silly. <laughs> what are you talking about? Everybody, even, I think the phone comes with like two pages. You probably deleted them. I deleted everything <laughs> that it came with. <laughs> well, because I don't trust it. Wait a minute. So you don't even check your email on the phone? I do check my personal email on the phone. Do you have the map application? No. So how do you get around? I have I have a I have a, a atlas in my in my car. Nobody has those. So you print it out. I mean, it's a. I look at a map and then I figure out where I'm going and then I close it up and off I go. And so, what if you're going to a restaurant in a, in a in a town? Um, you you actually locate hey, it. Or I'll write down. Da- I'll write down the directions and then I go. So, and if you get lost, you go to the gas station and talk to yeah. Joe and say, Hey, Joe, I'm lost. And, and nobody knows how to give directions anymore. They <laughs> and turn pale. I will admit that this is a bit of a struggle between my wife and I, because my wife is, she is all in on technology. Now she's not as bad as some people I've come across, but she's, she's all in. But I just, assume, I mean, you gotta, if you got a road atlas, you can get to where you gotta go. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't it, know they still made them. What's that? 
I, don't, I didn't know they still made them or anybody actually. They're in gas them. stations. You can find them anywhere. You plug it into your you city have a maps. Fancy car with the GPS and you get a map. I mean, a map that you can see on the display. Then you have a computer basically yelling at you because you took a wrong turn. And no, you can turn the noise off, and it just gives you perfect. I mean, it's really brilliant. It gives you a little bit of heads up, no mistakes. We talked about this before. <laughs> when we when confronted with new technology, the first question you should ask is, "What problem does it solve?" Well, it solves. So I want to ask you what the problem with the real maps were that we had to have a computer map. I was lost all the time. I mean, I could not read those things. That's because you have poor sense of direction. That yeah. that I mean, they don't have businesses on those maps. They just have like a city. What if you want to find something specific? You have to follow. They have city maps. You know that, don't but you? You can't. The thing about driving with the the app is is that you you can get directions as you're driving. You have to pull off the side of the road and look take a look, open the thing up, and then drive drive some more. I found that really frustrating. I was lost half the time. Well, now we know what our next episode or sometime soon. We need a we need an episode on maps. I guess so. Um, <laughs> but but the the point is you're you're going to Italy and you're going to have fun. That that was the beginning of this story. We're going to have fun. We're going to eat a lot of good food. Uh, we're going to have a lot of uh, interesting uh, recordings that will be interspliced with uh, what I'm sure will be insightful and witty monologues by Dr. Bourgeois, and a fun time will be had by all. I'm excited. I hope you get to go to the Vatican. Are you going to the Vatican? Going to the Vatican. Do, um, do you have a, an appointment to meet the Pope? I have uh, no. He's he's busy. I I asked, but uh, okay. but we do have tickets and we're ready to go. And so life's good. Well, congratulations, here, Miller. I know we're celebrating tomorrow afternoon, the two of us. But yes, uh, this is these are your last words as a as a teacher. As a school teacher. kind of a has been like me. <laughs> <laughs> Some would suggest that I've already hit that point, but uh, nevertheless. Yeah. Uh, we shall wrap this up and say adieu, Herr Dr. Bourgeois. Auf Wiedersehen, Herr Miller. Mm -hmm.